Welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. M.A. Yes, he's the DB of the show, and we are blocking sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Today, we are bringing you back inside the locker room where we talk about topics in and around the game. So, M.A., you ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right, man. So, today's topic, man, um, you may have heard her name, and if you haven't, you're definitely uh, – in a rock somewhere, living in the cave. Uh, Shakiri, oh, is it Richardson? It's Richardson, right? Um, yes, sir. She's come on, and she actually had a little, <laughs> a little clip where she uh, taught us all how to say her name. It's Shakiri. <laughs> so, man, uh, I guess let's just jump into it, man. Talking about just like the rise and fall, man. Um, I think that's that's what we can kind of categorize this in, in, in such a short term, man. Um, yeah. What's your initial thoughts when when you when you hear a name now, and when we talk about just like the rise and fall? Like, how did you first kind of come to hear about her name? Yeah, I, I mean, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. <laughs> to be, exactly. To be honest, I mean, I like to stay up on my my sports, uh-huh. but. Uh, you know, her rise to stardom, I guess, is just kind of a, uh, a microcosm of what society is now. Um, didn't really know about her, um, you know, like I said, a month ago and now. In an instant, you know, right? Because of, yeah, re- recent news, you can kind of, you know, see her everywhere. But, you know, she's a she's a Texas girl. I had a lot of roots in that Dallas area. Um so love there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a young girl, only you know, just turned twenty one, really. And really quick, when you say Texas, I mean we had um, Jerome. You know, talk about what that Texas track speed and track life is about. So yeah, so she was down there, you know, with those thoroughbreds, and I mean, even in high school, was like tearing up records and just you know doing her thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, you went in. Eight state titles or whatever that number is <laughs> in the state of Texas. Eight. Yeah, I, you know, I think you, I think you something. And then if you go to the SEC and track, unless you, know, you scholarship, you know, it's still burning that's up. That's another. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, just a relatively young girl that you know is at the height of her, at the peak, I guess, of her career or getting there. Right. Um, you know, I guess some unfortunate decisions. We'll get to that. Yeah, so um, let's so talk about her a little more. Absolutely. So you know she has the she has the what do you want to say the basis of it, right? Like coming from Texas, you know, having the like I didn't know she had all those awards like that in Texas, you know, in high school, you know, because some people come out of their shell, you know, in college and just do big things, but she's been doing it for a minute. Yeah. So now you know, here comes the accolades where she's you see her on these videos breaking these records and the, her flashiness. I think. I think that's what started um, mm-hmm. her to get noticed, you know, for good or for bad. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, the hair and the nails and then, you know, um, just kind of <laughs> throwing up the set. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just being just being very competitive and not humble. I don't want to say not humble. I'm not saying she's not humble, but just 
I mean, you know, we're uh, I mean, when you fast, you when fast. you fast, you fast, you right? Do what like, you want to do. And that's where it's at, right? So she did get some hate, you know. So then it was starting to be, you know, all right. We were celebrating it, like we were like, oh dang, she fast, and like look at her do her thing. And then you have like announcers pointing it out, and then the slow transition in comparison to FloJo comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's. I guess it's an easy comparison, right? Like that was the the lazy comparison to have, but she never really kind of embarked on it or or, or talked about it. Like I've never seen her come out and pay homage or, or, or kind of assimilate herself to that. Yeah. And you know, some, you know, somebody can correct us if we wrong, if we missed, you know, a grand thing where she said, yeah, Flojo is my one. Right. As you mentioned, yeah, I, I, I haven't really heard that as well. Um, I think she's kind of one of one. Like I said, I mean, you know, she started with the mind of being, you know, a, a collegiate athlete. And she was on record saying how that was a huge accomplishment. And then, you know, a few months after that, she's like, yeah, I bought Nike about to sign me. I'm going to just turn <laughs> pro. Like I'm trying to, you know, the Olympics are the ultimate goal anyway. So I might right. as well get to it, to it now. Um, and obviously she had the resume to do it and the times to do it. So I think she's kind of just kind of, like I said, one of one. Mm-hmm. That's her style. But again, when when you're fast, um, you know you can do what you want to do. And then there's a certain flair that helps you, you know, be recognized by brands and stuff. You know, right? Um, so I, I I don't think it, it hurts her at all. And I think she's probably fully aware of that being a 21 year old growing up in today's world. 100%. It's a good way to brand herself. So. And you have to stand out, man. Like nobody, Nike's not signing basic, basic motherfuckers, right? So like you got to do something. Correct. And it's almost one of those things where, you know, it's not like it hasn't been done before. Like if you're that fast, like you show, especially our culture, right? So, I mean, you had uh, Hussein, right? You know, he used to kind of do all of that stuff, you know, when he was torching people. Uh, what, yeah. was, what was your boy that used to he played football I think too and was on USA team like took the fire extinguisher to his shoes <laughs> after yeah, he doing like, a whole, a whole <laughs> yeah doing yeah, a whole that's skit part, that's part of that's it part of it yeah if you're that fast right like that that kind of right. comes with that so it just seems that I mean Carl, Carl Lewis was started singing for no reason <laughs> <laughs> God forgive me oh Oh, singing badly. But, hey, <laughs> he could do it. Like, he's the fastest man, you know, because he was wearing those shorts as well. Um, yeah. But, like, so I, I just think it's one of those things, like, with, with the height. She was doing things that was just in their, in her lane, and it's just a shame that some people don't like to see. It's like, oh, you need to win this way or, or don't yeah. understand the sport and just want to come in late and, 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 and throw salt in the game. It's not nothing new. I mean, it's not. We mentioned Flojo. I mean, Jackie Jordan Kersey is was you know similar the same way. Uh, she had her own type of flair. So like, I mean, you fast, you do fast stuff. Who cares? Rocking the one leg leotard yeah. or the yeah, running yeah. suit. <laughs> Whatever, just do what you want to do. So now she's at the pinnacle. She runs these. She's going to the Olympics, right? Like. It's just that's that's the goal, especially in track, right? Like this is this is where you get paid. Like you said, the endorsements and all those things come in. So she's make it. She's there. Um, you know, the props from social media. Everybody's kind of engaged and know who this new talent that's going to represent the USA. 
um, mm-hmm. in the Tokyo Olympics, which have been postponed. We're already going in through all of that mindset. Uh, you know, we have Tiana on and, you know, Bartoletta, and she was talking about how those challenges or mindsets will be when you're working four years and it's delayed a year. All right. And then she got a dirty, uh, dirty piss test. That's that's what it came down to. She got mm-hmm. popped. She got popped. Mm-hmm. So I think I just want to sit here and get your kind of perspective and let's talk through this. Where do you feel, you know, before you kind of get in your opinions, where do you feel that weed or marijuana or CBD um, fits in the sports world? In today's sports world, let's let's make sure we put that. Yeah. Little, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, um, first of all, I think the body reacts and, uh, you know, people, athletes use different methods to recover or um, I guess to de-stress or whatever, however you want to talk about, you know, taking care of their body. Right or taking care of even their mental state in some situations, uh, you know, athletes take different avenues to do that, whether that be CBD, whether that be um, reading. A, I don't know. There's a lot of different things they can do um, right, right. To, to, you know, to compete at the highest level. Right. So um, I, I don't think this is something new to sports. I mean, <laughs> at, at all. all. Let's ask Ricky right. Williams. <laughs> Right, right. I mean, we can ask a lot of folks. We can ask a a lot of folks. Yeah, I mean, this this ain't something. This is something that you know I knew in high school, right? So like, this ain't nothing that's new. And let's be happy it was weed and not the cocaine boys of the uh, of the Chicago Bulls. Correct. As Michael Jordan told everybody. everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think this is new to it. And I think as. I guess as a society, I don't know if understanding or accepting, I don't know what the proper way of saying it is, but uh-huh. you know, I obviously is legal in different States now. Right. So it's uh, at least decriminalized to a certain degree. Right. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of different opinions of how you want to get to it on that. Right. And I know ultimately we're going to get into the fact that like, you know, it's a rule. So we'll save that. We'll get into that. But I just definitely think that we're past understanding, you know, what weed or cannabis is and the different levels of it um, and how it's used to, to treat certain, like you said, the recovery, um, mental, just all of that stuff. So right. I think as the Olympic Games, uh, they need to get past that because I don't care what you say, but I don't believe that the Jamaicans are passing all their drug tests <laughs> <laughs> just off the of GP, right? Like, so um, I, I think it's something that they need to revisit and, and understand that more just with all the regions of, of where people are coming from, um, the advancements of, of med- medical marijuana and all of that good stuff. But I just, I definitely don't agree with the fact that they're saying that like it enhanced her, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, depending on what, I mean, I got some, uh, some little uh, chapstick uh-huh. that you get that has like the little leaf on it. Right. I don't know what it is, right? right. So, but shit, it, it, my lips won't be chaffered Chaff- for two whole weeks. <laughs> so, super moisturized. Whatever, <laughs> whatever formula they did to create that, boy, it, it's some it's some good stuff. So, I, I don't know if it's performance enhancing or not. 
well, based on what the what based on what that that chapstick done in my life. We had a lot of weed smokers come out on her defense talking about like, listen, I'm not running as fast as that <laughs> after I smoke a blunt or two. So yeah. Seth Rogan. <laughs> Seth Rogan. <laughs> uh, other people though. Um and so let's so the weave heads came out, supporter, and then you know There's uh, a lot of support. A lot of support. People um appreciated that she she took it right she's like you know what i did it these are the reasons why i did it you mm-hmm. know give me a punishment you know i'm not gonna cry about it you know stand up for it and take it right so um lsu the her they did that video i don't know if you saw i just recently saw that one so all mm-hmm. the lsu uh alumni track women um they put like a little montage together to, you know kind of going like oh you know we make mistakes you know we've all made mistakes and you know again as a 21 year old, like I can't be- like going to the Olympics is like such on a s- status from what I was doing at 21. Um, right. <laughs> and the dumb things that I was doing at 21 to like almost get kicked out of school to just all the dumb stuff you do, like experience in life growing up. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's had a lot of support. Um, so the issues. All right. And then I definitely want to get just your overall opinion on the situation. Cause I know you're ready. I can see, I can see it in your face. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. Okay. So, you know, so yeah, so she got caught. It was after the, the hundred, she, she got tested and she failed, she failed the test. Um, she accepted it was a 30 day was what was put on, on the line, which I kind of want to look into that. Like, cause is that your first offense? It's like 30 days. Like what, we only like a warning out here in these streets or first offender type thing. But especially when you talk about the Olympics, a, a once in four year thing, I just thought that that could have been handled differently. Anyway, um, so she, get the, she gets the suspension. And then there's, uh, you know, the news surface that there's still hope that she can run the four by one. So that was the kind of thing that she rested in, which is like, okay, cool. I'm taking a punishment. And then mm-hmm. I'm not getting fully, you know, punishment. She still gets to run the four by one with the rest of the team. And then the news comes out today, like, nope. Her own team says, oh, no, you can't run with us, cuz. We'll, we'll catch you in four years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like we said, the rise and fall, right? The ups and downs that she deals with. So what is your stance on all of it? Well, for one, we've we've mentioned her age being twenty one. So Yeah, that changed you, know, you really quick from our It changed me a little bit in a couple of ways. Okay. For one, um, you know, uh the track queer is not really that that long, but assuming that she'll, you know, keep her body up and there's the world champions, we should this shouldn't be her only opportunity to, you know, uh God say the same, kind of represent the country uh at the right. Olympics. So right. Hopefully she'll be pointed to uh, the next summer games. Um, and to your point, you know, I was, I think my youngest nephew just turned it 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, not my youngest one, but um, my, one of my brother's kids, right. he just turned 21. So like, you know, seeing him re- literally remember him as a kid, I'm like, dang, 21 is not old. Like I still think of him as like little Shamari and he's like a full grown <laughs> man. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, like I said, to your point, I was 21 once and God knows what I was doing at 21. <laughs> uh, but that's where I kind of stop. <laughs> Let's get it. My sympathy kind of stops. Okay. Uh, uh, because I, I, the Olympics don't come around 
very often. Correct. Um, Every four years. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think you have to have a little more discipline as an athlete or as just as a human to, hey, you know, chill off on, you know, smoking the blunt for a little bit so you can live out your dream. I think if a blunt is a little more important than your dream, I, I think there needs to be some reevaluation to our priorities at this point, <laughs> in, in my opinion. Right. Now, I know there's some circumstances about, you know, she got news of a death in the family and correct. I think her biological mom her and, mom. you know, that everybody copes with tragedy and different things differently. So I'm, there's no judgment there. I just think, I mean, come on, man, we, we got to have a little more discipline, baby girl at this point, man, this is your opportunity to run the Olympics, live out the ultimate goal. As you've stated, mm-hmm. we, we can't, we can't fail that. If you know that there's a rule, right. And I know we've, said, hey, you know, it's legal in the state that she... She was in. She was in, and... Because they did the trials in Portland, right? Yeah, it's, you know, it's legal in some places, and but the, the Olympics are an international game. Right. So, to your point, the I don't I- know... The IOC, the infamous IOC. If it's legal in Portland, doesn't necessarily mean it's legal in China. This is the Olympics, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we got to be a little more disciplined if we want to live out our ultimate goal at that point. And I guess you live and learn at 21. I'm not judging her to that degree, but I don't really feel sorry for her either at all at that, really? at that point. No. So, I don't know. So, once I heard, and, of course, my thing is once I heard it was a, a death, like, so, you know, I lost my mom and my father. Um mm-hmm. And, and once I heard that, if that's the real thing, now let's not get it twisted. Like she could have been smoking blunts a long time ago, like, and she was just like, "I got extra lifted today." <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So right. I mean, I hope that's not the case. But just um, you know, you stated it very well, right? You everybody grieves differently, so mm. um, it's a moment of um, not clarity, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's a lot, man. Like, you're going to the Olympics, all right, at 21, your first trial to get to the Olympics. You're going to the Olympics. You lose your – and they kept saying her biological mom, right? So there could be, like, some trauma within that to where right. it's, like, she's really not around, but, mm-hmm. like, that's still my mom, so it hurts, you know, that I right. lost her, whatever. And that yeah. she – however that kind of situation was because her grandmother was at the trials when she made it. And she mm-hmm. ran up emotional and hugged her mom. So I don't mm-hmm. know if she had smoked a blunt before the race or, like, that was, like, a victory blunt or, or however it was, however it was you know, assumed or, or consumed, I yeah. should say. I, I think I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, that she kind of found out via the interview, like, a reporter kind of asked, like, told her, like, oh, wow. her type of thing. I think I heard that, but, like, that didn't sink in until just now. So that's even... It's like, you know, you're doing an interview like, hey, you know, your mama did like what? Right. Like, right. hold on. What? So it's a right. lot to process because is their father there? Right. So because her we talked about her mom. We talked about her grandmother. So what's her situation that she's living in? Right. And how do you handle that trauma? Is there like, you know, a therapist for the team um, as she's going pro, just leaving LSU? Um that's that's where I am on that part of it, right? I definitely agree with you. Just like I'm not judging because the grieving process is so different for everybody else. Um, I guess I want to move forward to the fact that she just stood up and she did accept it. 
Um, that's where I think I give her the most credit is because we can all make mistakes. And then, you know, certain people cover up the mistakes, right? You had like Ryan Lochte was like robbing fools and doing all kinds of things. And then he said he got jumped like after he tore up a Olympic, you know, room and all of that stuff. And then come down the line, he's like, oh, no, man, I was just in a really bad place or whatever, you know, whatever excuse was for that situation. She just came out like a G and owned it. So that's where I think I elevate her props for it. Um, and I think the other part is I still don't understand, like, the penalty level. Like, this is her first time, hopefully. Like, you know, and it had to be because they didn't say, oh, well, you know, she's failed a drug test before or she did something else before. So Right, because you know they would have. Because they would have tore her ass up if it was. All right. So, but you shaking your head. You just say, like. You yeah, know, I mean. I, I think this. I think if you're dealing with the Olympics, uh-huh. um, I, I mean the penalty just kind of has to be stiff, right? Like you, you can't have a. I, I remember. I don't necessarily remember, but I had the pleasure of being in the 1988 Olympics in Seoul, Korea. You were in. What you say? I was there. Okay. I, I was there, um, and my dad has told me millions of stories about Ben Johnson, the sprinter from Canada. How he just whooped Carl Lewis and everybody was like, bro, this dude, uh, he owns something and he failed a drug test, right? So, like, you can't really, I mean, when you're, when you're at that that pinnacle of, I guess this is the hype for the Olympics, I, I, I think you have to be stiff with rules. Now, we could say that is marijuana enhancing? Maybe not, right? Um, but at the same time, like, I mean, the rules are the rules, right? Simone Biles had a... Um, like a live type of thing, uh-huh. um, the gymnast. And it's kind of like day in the life or what it takes to qualify. And, you know, some bone balls, I think maybe her mid twenties older for a gymnast, but right. not a, not an old girl at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the goat, by the way. Um, but she had thought she had COVID and she had to call her trainers. Like, Hey, let me read the label to you. Can I take this aspirin? Mm-hmm. And ultimately she didn't take it, but that takes a level of discipline to know like, Hey, I don't want something to come up. I just have a headache. Can I take this, that, that type of thing? Right. Um, there's a discipline there. And so I, I go to, like I said, I don't, to your point, I don't know who was in uh, Miss Richardson's corner when that time of, of need for her. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, this is, this don't happen every year. It's not like the Olympics are in December too, right? So like, there has to be a level of like, nah, man, I, come on. I don't this think is so. No, nah, because you don't have that discipline, especially when you like you have that discipline. What as do you a, mean you? No. You have to have that discipline to get to the level that she's at as an athlete. Nah, there has when, to be discipline. There. Not when you torture not, people like that, man. Because she's at another level, man. She's at another level, and I think at that time know. We, we get so when people get so. When people are good at that level, there's it's not. It's think, not think of Dion. Dion Sanders not was not not when he was playing. I mean, I, I disagree. I, I disagree. So. There's there's a to get to the level of you being a professional mm-hmm. or the elite of the elite. Mm-hmm. There's some level of discipline that goes into what you're doing. You're 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 taking. It's not just all God given. There's no way you can get there just all God given ability. So Shaq said many a times, like. Man, we could have won a couple more championships if I had discipline. 
there's a level of discipline that it takes to get there. You have to pass class to get to, to be eligible. That's a level of discipline. <laughs> you have to literally go to practice to, 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 to perfect your craft at a certain level. I think that's discipline. You're not going to just run. For, it's not like she's racing her homegirls down the street. Like there's a level of. She used to. That's how she, she got started. <laughs> well, I mean, the way she starts her hundred from the way she finishes her hundred to the way her stride perfection is, mm-hmm. it's not just all oh, she's just out there running. Like there's a level of discipline to an athlete at that level. So she has it in there. It, I just think you have to practice it in all walks of life. If you want to get there. I we, disagree, we talk, man. Cause like the what? thing, cause the thing is, man, in, at a, at a certain point it becomes your routine. You know, it's not a discipline. It's a routine. And we, we find routine sometimes in life that that's what sets the course for it. And there's some discipline about, yeah, let's go, to practice but it's like it's her routine that she has she has to go do these things about this moment of you know this mistake i i don't think that's where discipline comes in right like that's where your hand i know that's why there's we that's what i'm saying but i don't know what i'm saying like i don't think it's about discipline when shit comes up like when you what, what st- when you stub your toe you don't be like okay i have to be disciplined and not cuss because i'm i'm working not to cuss you know what I mean? You stub your toe, and it's. I think that's. I think that's a different scenario. But what I'm saying is like this is a different scenario. Like people, you, your mom doesn't die every day, right? Like you don't know how I you. Totally agree. You don't know how you're going to react when you're when if you if you would lose anyone listening until they lose a loved one, right? So I don't think that has anything to do with discipline because there's really nothing in life or around that sets you up for that. So that's why I'm saying like I don't believe it's a discipline thing. I think. Her values that she has um, allowed her to look at it and say, "Yes, I'm taking ownership." I think there's, there's, I think there's a multiple set of skills that are coming into play, but I don't think discipline is the one um, that said, "No, I'm not going to smoke this blunt." That's why I guess I'm saying, like, I get you, like your level of success, and you know, like, I mean, we're both athletes, right? Like. There's a reason why people stop at middle school and stop at high school and stop at college and pros, right? Because right, right. there's a level of effort and discipline put in there. But I don't think that um, that situation, how she's explained it, had anything to do with discipline. Well, I, I, I'll put it this way: Okay, opportunities present themselves at different times with different people in life. Some people avoid more opportunities than others. We don't know when our opportunities present itself. We don't know when that that window is open or closed. We don't know how far that window is open or closed, right? Facts. Um, like I said, she's an elite athlete, and, you know, hopefully there's no injuries or anything of that nature or anything that happens as in life, mm-hmm. right, that, that might make that, that window of opportunity shorter. Right. I guess to my point is, and we got to – we. This is not coming from a perfect person. We all make mistakes. We've all wasted an opportunity. We've all blew a chance. Like fall short those, from the grace of God. We've all fall short in some areas. You know, um, I guess I'll leave it. I'll, I'll say it this way. It's just like I I hope and I, I hope for her that this wasn't her opportunity that might have been gone to excel or reach a goal that she has set as a child. Right. Um, like her only, you mean? I don't think it's her only goal. I'm sure she has only some other girls, but I'm I'm sure like as as a track athlete. I mean, she left school early to become an athlete to to get to the Olympics, right? right. 
I just hope that, hey, I am really close to my goal, that I didn't eliminate myself under something that maybe I could have controlled a little bit. Right. Now, again, like I said, we all deal with situations differently, but I guess when I say discipline, I think about things that, that I can control. You know, if COVID happened tomorrow again and they stopped the Olympics, then she can't really control that. That opportunity is missed. That's not out of her hands. But failing the drug test, knowingly, not something that you mistakenly did, like knowing the rules, failing the drug test, that's a little bit more in your control. And that's where I guess my, I guess, sympathy, not that it matters coming from me, but it just kind of changes in, in in my opinion, like I said, to your point, you're absolutely right. I think we deal with things differently, you know. Um, so maybe that was a way to cope. Maybe that was a way, whatever the way, maybe whatever the reason for it. I'm praying for a uh, young lady, right? I, I, 100%. You know, that that that's that's tough. Um, and you know, again, you know, we've we've talked about this as like being more than an athlete. I mean, you're, you're forcing a little girl. She. Again, we didn't know about I didn't know about her a month ago. We didn't really know about her a month ago. ago. And she's kind of thrusted into, you know, Good Morning America, just (laughs) twelve, you know what I mean? Right? She was a normal she was a normal girl that's a track athlete. Maybe not normal, but she was just a track athlete before Uh with maybe ten thousand followers and now she's you know, uh, a million (laughs) followers on social out of nowhere, right? And you know, everything that she does you know, has consequence to it. Right. So that's a lot to take in. I I don't, I don't, I'm not poo pooing on that. I just think, I I just hope that you don't do something to eliminate yourself because we don't know how long that window is. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. So we're, we're lifting prayers for her. I think one last, one last thing um, I guess I want to bring up because we may do a full show on it. It depends on how um, aggressive it gets as we get closer. But, um, you know, since this announcement, it seems like a lot of people um, in our culture are talking about boycotting the Olympics. Um, You know, one, uh, not watching it, and two, actually starting to kind of talk to these athletes and see if they would not run, which is a tough position to put these athletes in. Um, What's your thoughts about those those two kind of aspects? One, just really putting those athletes in the in the spot in the area to not run, and then two, um, us as a culture wanting to boycott watching the Olympics. Uh, I'll answer, <laughs> I guess, the first one first. So, um, as far as putting the athletes, it's just I guess it depends on who, who would ask them to boycott, right? <laughs> if it's me telling them, "Hey, I think you should boycott this." I think that's just disrespectful. I'm, right. I'm on my couch, right? <laughs> They're in the Olympics. Who am I to tell them to not do their dreams, right? Right. So like, I think that's hella disrespectful <laughs> on, on many levels. All right. Now, if this was an athlete thing that they wanted to, you know, coordinate amongst themselves. Right. That's, that's another topic. But if it's just talking heads, talking about y'all should boycott, we shouldn't even do that, then that's, that's bullshit. Uh-huh. Excuse my language. <laughs> but like, yeah, who am I to tell them what to do? Uh, as far as us as a as a people, as a culture, um, boycott. I mean, that's that's somebody's opinion. That might not be my opinion. Right. I, I think uh, you know what I love about us. We all kind of grew up similar, <laughs> but 
I guess what I love is what I hate too. I don't think we all have to think the same, right? So <laughs> right. we don't have one brain. So if somebody believes that, that's fair. I don't, I don't think personally, I, I wouldn't, I don't think it's, um, we should be boycotting the, the Olympics. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's somebody's goal and dream. And, you know, if they want to sit out, then that's I'll leave that to them, but I shouldn't judge them if they want to compete. Right. <laughs> that's, that's stupid to me. Right. So that's how I feel about it. Oh, I feel it. All right. What's your thoughts on that? That's, that's, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't even know about that. So, um, yeah, asking someone to give up on their dream, that's a, that's a tough one, and no one should be – no one's really in that position to feel one way or another. And then I think kind of going on the, on your oneness and sameness is we as a people sometimes get these uh, unthought-through ideas and plans and, like, want to rush to something like the Olympics are less than 30 days away, and – we don't have no kind of run coordinator, no action plan. <laughs> you just talk about let, let's boycott. Well, boycott for what? Like, what are we? What's the goal? Like, is it just because she's, you know, got blocked out? And I think there was some uh, another Olympic athlete. Like, we just because are the cap the 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 the, 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 the caps the, 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 the swim the swim caps team. got you know for for natural hair, so they didn't allow the swim caps in. So you know, and I just think. I, I guess I'll go back to this. My whole thing is I believe we should all help the cause in our own way. And that's the whole way I felt about like the, the BLM movement and all the things. Cause like, I'm not going to be your guy out walking the pavement out protesting, yelling, you know, I don't mean to laugh. I'm that's just <laughs> real. Like I'm, you know, I'm not yeah. out there yelling, no justice, no peace. Like, you yeah. know, my plan is I believe, you know, economic development and, you know, getting, you know, platforms like that we're doing to elevate us so we can start owning some shit. And that's where I think, cause you know, we're, we're yelling and talking about, I'm, I'm not going, I'm a boycott your games that I have no control over. And then they're going to eventually be like, well, well niggas, we ain't really want y'all here. Now we can win some of these races. Like someone was like, there should be an asterisk on whoever wins a hundred and whoever wins a four by one, you know, cause the best is not there. So I, I think that's my, not that's to them. Stance. Whoever win it, they gonna be oh. like, "Cool, they they go to whatever country they are as a gold medal winner." They don't care a about thousand it. That's percent. Just that's just how yeah. it is. And like mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a type that believes in the asterisks in sports because all of that shit's a part of the game, right? Like you got injured, you failed a drug test, you know, it was your off day. It, it is where it's supposed to be. So there's no asterisks, but it's just like you know, people have been. That's some comments and things you've been seeing. It's interesting, man. I, this goes into a deeper discussion, but I always—I I was just talking to my dad today. I just like—I think we just have too much information as a society. Like, I don't think we're designed to have this much information and this much opinions. That's why a lot of things don't get uh, solved because um, I just think we have too much information. So I'll I, leave it at that. I don't know about too much. I don't. I don't. I don't. We have too much. I don't think that's ever. Um, I just think we, we're not. We're not designed to have we're as not, much information. As we're we not equipped to handle the information. Yes, 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 yes. We can we can turn into the sermon. Because you know? <laughs> when when Adam and Eve when when God made them uh-huh. and they came back and they put stuff on there, he like who told y'all y'all were naked? I, I, <laughs> I ain't never tell y'all y'all. Was naked. I ain't never tell y'all that. Y'all got too much information now. Y'all done did some stuff. There's too much information. I, I just think we 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 have a lot more information than we should. I'll put it like that. We can talk about that later. There's a, there's a deeper I like thought I have one. on that. I like that one. That, man. All right, man. So uh, as we wrap it up, man, you got anything, final thoughts, anything else for the people, man? Are you good to go? 
I'm good, man. I, like I said, man, I don't want any of my comments to think that I'm just hating on baby girl. Like, uh, you know, I, I wish her the best. I'm praying for her. Um, you know, um, I hope she can make it back on top. I hope she's a world champion. I hope she's eventually Olympic champion uh, in the future. So, and you know, as they say, in like all the things in life, right, man, how's that going to look? You know, you know, five years, ten years from now, that's just not even going to matter. You know, when she's you know rocking on that podium, uh, like you said, the World Games and every other where every other place that she can you know rock gold. So uh, we definitely want the best for her. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, always comment, give us feedback, you know, what you thought. Um, definitely if there's information that we, we miss or that you could share, you know, we'll definitely, you know, talk about it on our different platforms and that's IG, Twitter, Facebook. So give us a follow if you're not following us there and always, uh, give, uh, feedback and comments, uh, subscribe on the YouTube channel, man. It's definitely a great way, uh, to, to, to support us and watch the show because we believe representation matters. So it's good to see, um, you know, people doing great things. Uh, we are on every podcast platform so uh wherever you listen to podcasts come check us out and please remember stay safe practice gratitude and know we're rooting for you screaming all us blacks got it sports and entertainment until we even assuming i'm rooting for everybody black yeah uh-huh yeah assuming i'm rooting for everybody black yo 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 Assuming yeah. I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spat about two racks on handmade new rags Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back